This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. going on everybody it is episode 513 of pop culture crisis my name is brett and i am here with my co-host would you introduce yourself please hi crisis actors it's mary this morning we were actually recording a video that's going out after christmas that is about a pop culture conspiracy theory and to be honest i'm still in a bit of a conspiratorial mood how about you brett uh, yes, well, because we're going to be recording more such videos throughout the week because we don't want to leave you guys in the lurch over the holidays. We're going to be off from the 25th through the 1st, so we want to make sure we get some content out to you guys each and every day. So we have to be in the conspiratorial say, in the conspiratorial sense right now. We have to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got some good ones planned. I like, I personally like more don't than spoil. anything. No, don't like, spoil. I want to talk about the fact that people think that J.K. Rowling isn't real. Yeah, I just, that's not a thing. It's, it's a thing. Look it up. They, they don't believe that she actually wrote the book. So well, That doesn't let, mean she no, doesn't exist. No, so, so, okay, so, no, the, the woman who is J.K. Rowling exists, because, but that's not her name. That's a pen name. So the pen name is that of a bunch of people who wrote the books. She exists, but she's just herself. What is her real name? I always forget. What's uh, something? Um, I I don't know off the top of my head. Somebody in the chat would know. But yeah, she's uh, it's funny because she's a she's a very polarizing figure. Anyways, now think about that. They hire this woman to be the face of their book series, and then she goes all turf on them. So she goes full turf. Yeah. And then she uses that as leverage. She's like, I can say whatever I want, or else if you don't, if you try to silence me, I'm gonna tell everyone that I didn't write Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. And then the <laughs> whole society. Society is going to collapse. I love it. Tinfoil hat, baby. Um, that's uh, that's fantastic. So, okay. guys, we got a bunch <laughs> of stuff to get into today. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. First things first, the big news broke yesterday that Jonathan Majors was found guilty by a courtroom, in by a jury in New York City. And then just after that happened, just a few hours later, Marvel fired him. So we are going to talk about the firing today and what Marvel would possibly be doing going forward. We're also going to watch clips, and I'm, I'm already hating it, these clips uh, of George Santos on Z-Way. Z-Way maybe being the most annoying person in all of Hollywood. Yeah, well, uh, she actually got dropped by Showtime, where her show was before. It was an interview-styled thing. Yes. Um, Said the last episode was going to show in December. It was canceled in April. It? That might be might be this one or the next one, but it was canceled in April. Because this one is on her independent YouTube channel, yeah. and the quality of the production is noticeably lower. Is so. It? Uh, yeah, it looks like she's flopping. And also, a lot of people said Bobby Althoff stole her shtick from Z-Way, which Good. is another evidence They're... they used to call Bobby Althoff racist. Good. They're both annoying. They should they both are. be fired. So, yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this interview. Also, an actor named Christian Keyes. He was in The Boys. He has some allegations against some very, very powerful people in Hollywood who he says tried to exchange money 
for sex. So we're going to talk about those allegations and the general degeneracy that is Hollywood executives. So that also a mass banning has been taking place on Twitch after a bunch of streamers misunderstood the new artistic nudity policy. Which is, you know, got to read the fine print. I mean, they understood it quite perfectly well. They were just intentionally using loopholes. See, uh, no, but like, uh, like the, the nudity policy had changed. But then, like, you got to read the fine print. Like when we watch Willy Wonka, it's got that page thing that like opens up right. this wide, and it's like you got to read the fine print. But in the in the movie, Willy Wonka can't read, so. And they'll be, the the Twitch thoughts will just be like I can't read I can't read the TOS so I can't follow the rules. Perfect. That's, that's you know you can't be in trouble. Like uh, I won't know what happened if I close my eyes and pretend like nothing happened. It's perfect. So we got that. We got a bunch of other stuff to get into, guys. Before but before we get started, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? We have passed eighty seven thousand subscribers. We're working our way towards ninety k and then onwards to one hundred thousand subscribers, which we are very 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 excited about so thank you to everyone who has joined us that is a new viewer share these videos with your friends and remember if you have a, a question an urgent question all super chats that are $20 and over we will either we will read them right then and there and then we will get back on topic as soon as we're done we do read all super chats throughout the show so if you're ready Mary we can just go ahead and get started you ready I'm ready she's ready also guys go ahead and check out the merch store which I have tagged in this article uh, in the chat today it is both in the description description box as well as um, pinned comment to the top of here uh, so go ahead and get out whether you want the let's go t-shirt the let's go mug the everything I don't like is a psyop mug which seems to be coming more and more true each and every day send us your pictures with the merch we on need Twitter. a tag for it so it, I, it's PCC merch okay we're gonna do PCC merch hashtag okay. PCC merch tag me and the show uh, and I will repost. I, I don't run. I don't run the the show Twitter, but I run my Twitter. Mm -hmm. So we will repost as they come. By the way, guys, I just wanted to ask you a question about our marketing. We should just do a, a community decision. Should PCC run advertisements in their local movie theaters? I don't know. I mean, the, the ads weren't, the, the, the rate wasn't super high. It, it wasn't was, so bad. Um, and we were just considering it because uh, it could be pitched like, hey, do you moviegoers, hate... do you hate movies? Is there a strong possibility? We do too. <laughs> is there a strong possibility that you're going to despise this movie that you're going to see? Well, tune in afterwards to the show Pop Culture Crisis, where we tell you why the movie you just saw was garbage. I mostly want to run ads in a movie theater so that I can stand up in the theater and be the Leo DiCaprio meme. Like, that's That's, that's me. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> so you gotta get someone to take a picture of that. Of yeah. Him. You gotta wear a yellow shirt, though. I don't think I've ever seen you wear yellow. Wait, what? He's wearing, he's wearing a yellow shirt. Oh, that to meme. match yeah, him. Yeah, to okay. match him. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that meme. Uh, in, in the chat here, someone says, uh, what did I just see up here? Uh, oh, they wanted, they wanted, I'm not reading that shirt. It's, an, it's a dead meme. It's dead in the water meme it's just not worth making merch out of it in my opinion well uh i mean uh, the, you gotta you gotta give the people what they want though mary you gotta give it's the a strong maybe okay. okay we'll see a strong maybe. 
creepy. Okay, fine. All right, guys. Uh, this is a fantastic start to the show today. So if you don't know, Taylor Swift has made a whole crap ton of money in this past year. She's now worth $1.1 billion. Yes. Uh, and then Taylor Swift Facts went and tried to get an own going on <laughs> Kanye West where it says, Taylor Swift can now buy Kanye West and still have $700 million left for herself. Uh, but then Community Notes... Community Notes did not enjoy the implication of slavery. They said Taylor Swift cannot buy Kanye West as this was abolished in 1865 in the United States. Thank you, Community Notes. As Kanye said, slavery is a choice. Yes. Uh, I, it is crazy how his net worth was slashed in half mm -hmm. in a blink of an eye. Was Almost it just because Adidas dropped him? Uh, Adidas, and then who was the other big one that he was partnered with at that time? He was with... Um, was it Gap? Balenciaga. He was still doing stuff with Balenciaga at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it was mostly Adidas. Mostly Adidas. Because Yeezy, Yeezy was such a big brand. Yeah, as they're still selling off Yeezy products, people are still demanding it. Yep. So they lost more money than Kanye did. Yep. Yeah, so uh, somebody says, Kanye lives rent-free in Taylor's fans' heads. Look, that's actually kind of true. Like, you don't hear a lot of Kanye fans talking about the Taylor Swift incident. You know, when Kanye was in that 10-minute-long rant saying, F you, this person, F right. this person, he didn't list Taylor Swift at all. No. He doesn't think about Taylor Swift that much. If he had a hatchet, maybe he'd bury it, but he doesn't know what she's yeah. doing right now. She's trying to get this in people's heads more often now because she's re releasing the reputation album and that was her big comeback after getting canceled or so she which thought. never happened she I'm was sorry, never that canceled never that didn't happen yeah that's not a thing like that's rewriting history at its finest right like that's it's like i'm the most uncontroversial person in history i'm gonna have to manufacture controversy that didn't actually happen so that i can seem like i had an edgy phase she never had an edgy phase like kim kardashian called you a snake one time mm. get over it all right, guys, um, it, this might be big news for a lot of you fans of uh, tabletop gaming. Amazon's deal to make the Warhammer 40K movies and television is officially done. Henry Cavill is on board as an executive producer. This has been a year in the making to get this done. So it says Amazon and Games Workshop have confirmed that they're working on a TV show and movie based on Warhammer 40K. The news comes 12 months after the two sides reached an agreement in principle to develop adaptations of the miniature war game for big and small screens i remember when that news first came out yeah and it was in the the <laughs> aftermath of hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus him really leaving the ago? witcher was that really a year ago now yes it was yeah i feel older already there's probably gray hairs in there somewhere it says the companies have now inked a full agreement which gives Amazon the exclusive rights to develop films and TV shows based on intellectual property. Here's why you should worry. Okay, th there's one upside here is that Henry Cavill is involved. Henry Cavill is known to be very much a fan of Warhammer 40K. So you at least have one executive producer who is 
uh, rigidly supportive of the source material and somebody who in general, as we know with his uh, goings on within The Witcher, that he believes that source material and canon matters, that it's important and that veering off the course of that is not good for the property or the people that are producing it. It's detrimental. Here's the other, here's the thing that sucks though. This is Amazon. Amazon, who does all the good things with Reacher and Terminalist, doesn't quite have the same track record when it comes to things like uh, Wheel of Time, uh, Wheel of Time, and uh, Amazon Prime. What the um, Rings of Rings Power, of Power right? series is the most notorious example, obviously. And they shut Peter Jackson out of yep. consulting with them. Yes. So, it. so while they may do well with certain genres, the fantasy genre is not one that they have any credibility as far as doing things that people are actually very, very well, fond of. People seemed to like the Dungeons and Dragons movie, but that was an Amazon Prime. I know, yeah. but yeah, like it's not something that always gets screwed up. I'm just saying Amazon, it's the studio that got a hold of it that you have the most to worry about, right? If they, like if Universal did this, uh, I have a feeling it would turn out pretty well. Like mm -hmm. if they gave it to Universal and let them do it. But uh, it says, don't expect to see a Warhammer movie hitting Prime Video anytime soon. As Games Workshop notes, it typically takes at least a couple of years for a project to go from the development phase to something you can actually watch. Uh, it, it also, it kind of sucks that this means that you're not going to be able to see it on the big screen. It's going to be something on Amazon Prime. It's not going to end up being something you can go to theaters to see. Well, it's going to be a series. That's why, right? They said they're doing both, movies and television. So they could end we'll up We'll probably doing, um, start with a show, right? Um, I don't know which one they'll end up doing first. It could be movie hmm. based on specific campaigns. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll end up seeing what, uh, what, what goes on with it. It is interesting because what was it? Sunday? Sunday? Sunday was the 20th anniversary of when Return of the King debuted in theaters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, 20 years on and they haven't made high fantasy any better. They've only made it worse. They recently had a lawsuit related to the Tolkien estate, didn't they? I Amazon, saw that, but I didn't read into it. It looked like Amazon won some kind of copyright lawsuit related to the Tolkien estate. Mm. I didn't look into it either. In the chat, more ruckus says Jack Ryan was good on Prime 2. I loved season one of Jack Ryan. Uh, I, I didn't get through more than a couple of episodes of season two. And from what I understand, it has a lot to do with Venezuela and they blame the problem on something other than socialism in the country, which a lot of people, there's a really good um, video essay that someone did that taught that dissects season two of Jack Ryan and basically says like their problem with it is that they misdiagnosed the problems within the country. I don't know how much of that actually played a role in why the show why people maybe didn't take as well to season two as they did to season one. If I remember the score on season two was slightly lower than season one, though I could be misremembering that. But I did really like that season one, and I like John Krasinski in that role. I think he's, uh, we always talk about Chris Pratt as like the inoffensive celebrity, but I think John Krasinski is in a lot of ways that same type of, he's, he's he has the a modern, good track record. He is the modern inoffensive action star that you don't really have to worry about, which is interesting because I've been watching, uh, I've got a review coming out for Reachers to uh, season two episodes one through three tomorrow at 8 a.m. And Alan Richson, this dude is just he's just gigantic. He he just dwarfs everybody in the show, and he actually looks like what an 80s movie star looked like. Just jacked to the gills on roids. Like literally all the roids have been injected into his body. And I have no problem with that. It, it speaks to the character. But when you think about what the modern action star is, you don't get a lot of these larger, you know, guys who actually look like they belong in a fight. 
you get a John Krasinski or a Chris Pratt or a Chris Pine if you're if you can't afford either of them. You get Chris Pine. Uh, that, that's a joke. Somebody's going to. Well, they're still no. in good shape, obviously, yeah. compared to the average Joe. Yeah. Um, John Krasinski is the director of that new kids movie, If, right? If, yeah, with Ryan Reynolds and stuff like that. I, I like that John Krasinski. I, I have no problem with John Krasinski. I think he picks his roles well. Him and Emily Blunt have also gotten heavily into producing. Obviously, they did uh, A Quiet Place, A Quiet Place Part 2. I can't believe there's going to be a spinoff of that, which is just quintessential Hollywood. It's that's some, stupid. That's something that's, that, that lives and dies on like a unique premise that you should use once, maybe twice, maybe twice, yeah. would end up with a spinoff off series even the sequel it was all right but it wasn't justifying a, a spin-off series where no. is it gonna be Netflix? I, it was like another oh no um i thought it was amazon prime i could be wrong um, about that but also i mean i guess tom cruise is that same action hero from the past right he was tom cruise is what you get uh in the 90s and now you get krasinski i just think that when tom cruise was the quintessential action hero who was not what you think of when you think of the 80s hero they treated them more seriously right like uh, they were more intellectual <laughs> no no I, I guess it's like because i what i always talk about is the panicky male lead the shia labeouf who runs away from explosions and in stutters like like he's jeff goldblum mm -hmm. in everything which is not what you think of when you think of an action star and it's not even really what you get from the rock in a lot of things anymore and in, in a lot of what, what's he doing now jungle cruise and Jumanji. He has to be in a jungle. And like the reason why I like him so much in the Fast and the Furious movies is because they allow him to be just a typical alpha male type character. Mm -hmm. And you don't get a whole lot of that these days. So uh, I would imagine that we'll get to see Henry Cavill to be involved in the actual show. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what they end up doing with casting and storytelling. And uh, the best thing he can do right now with powers to work as an executive producer, which means he's going to have hiring, he's going to have a say in hiring, he's going to have a say in who gets to write these stories, is to find people with strong track records, not like the dude who wrote the, uh, like so many of these stories that we see now that are where they have no writing credits, but somehow they're hired to helm these massive properties and you wonder how they got that job. Diverse hire. Like what if you got Peter Jackson to direct it? To direct the, the Warhammer? Yeah. One? What if you got Peter Jackson to direct it? I don't know if he would be interested. It would, but it would but, be cool. I mean, that alone yeah. would get him a lot of publicity mm -hmm. if he was able to get Peter Jackson involved in that project. So may, maybe Peter Jackson does it as like an F you to the Rings of Power who's filming on like the next an studio. An F you as in I'm still working for the same no, but corporation. Like, but that... we're going to make a show. <laughs> we're going to make a show that's better than yours on the same network so that everybody praises ours and not your garbage show. Yeah, the issue is just that way more people are into Lord of the Rings properties. I, well, yeah, but nobody than, cares about that show. It lost all its viewers halfway through. They've already. Yeah. Uh, they've I mean, already the only reason it though. got any viewers in the first place, though, is the fact that it's part of the Lord of the Rings yeah. IP. Yep. Less people care about the Warhammer IP than what's a, Lord of the Rings. What's something that you would like to see adapted? Like, are there any books? Like, it doesn't have to be something like this, like a book or a series. Is there anything that you've read that you actually think? Would I I have said in the past that I think it would be cool to see uh, C.S. Lewis's space trilogy adapted. There you go. But again, I think there's some C.S. Lewis stuff being adapted right now, right? Isn't it a Chronicles of, of Narnia, Narnia related, yeah. Yeah. like reboot of Chronicles yeah. of Narnia? Uh, even though that was done already. Um, wait, who was in charge of that? I feel like it was somebody who was like a big red flag. It was. It was I, like I, Elizabeth Banks. No, it's Greta Gerwig. Right? No, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Was it really? Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, that was a red flag to me. I I say that as just a an idea, like a, in, in a concept, that sounds like a good idea. But then in practice, I would not have high hopes. What if it was like people were talking about they're making toy movies now. So what if they make like a Mighty Max movie? Remember like the, uh, uh, do you know what Polly Pocket was? Mighty yeah. Max was Polly Pocket for boys. Oh. So if they're going to try <laughs> to appeal to both demographics. Well, the Polly to... Pocket movie is in the works. Yep. I don't know what that's going to look like. I wonder if we'll ever get like, uh, we, we got those horrible Atlas Shrugged movies that nobody watched. And, I didn't and watch lost, those. Oh yeah, and lost tons of money. I wonder if we could ever get like a Brave New World movie that's actually worth watching. No. No. No, I don't even want to speak it into existence. They'll try. All right, guys. Uh, all right, so uh, we haven't talked about Alec Baldwin in a while. Not he's since, our favorite uh, action star. It, exactly, Alec right? Baldwin. It's uh, our favorite. Our favorite action. He star. never misses when he's making a movie. He never misses. Yeah. So uh, he was recently in a bit of a verbal tussle with Palestinian protesters caught on video why i wonder what he was even doing there i don't know it says he popped up at a pro-palestinian demonstration in new york he teleported (laughs) he teleported there he started no he he went through the stargate and just showed up at this at this march let's hear let's let's listen he loses it a little bit Mm -hmm. judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you mean? What do you mean? Guys and children, you already got your mind made up. You better be questioning that, right? Oh, that's your I'm, question. I'm, I'm in Hollywood. Is that your answer? Is that your answer? You ask stupid questions. Uh, you can dumb. Ask me a stupid question. Do you condemn Israel? Do you condemn Israel? You condemn Israel? Big man. Big man. You condemn Israel. The police are circling around him. Why'd you become here? Why'd you become here? Pulls out a flintlock. So he said, uh, I'm in Hollywood, so I have to support Palestine. Is that right? Yeah, so what, he, what did he say? We had, they had like a transcript of it here. It says, he, he says, you've already got your mind made up. I'm in Hollywood, question mark. The man repeatedly asks, is that your answer? He shouts out, you ask stupid questions. <laughs> ask me a smart question. The man started screaming a bit again about condemning Israel. Uh, I, I don't know Baldwin what he thought Baldwin turns to do. the demonstrators and said, you're really helping your cause, I assume, facetiously. <sighs> so um, I'm assuming that that would imply he's pro-Israel? I, I, I want to know why the hell he was there to begin with. Like, what benefit is there for him to show up there? He was surrounded by security, so I assume he was just... Passing through? You know, passing through and decided to get into an argument with someone. He was. He looked like he was getting a little bit shovey there. Oh yeah, he was getting heated. He was, yeah, and he was like, "Look, oh, you don't ask us. You want to ask a smart question?" I'm just saying, I wouldn't well, we, want to be on Alec Baldwin's bad side. Look, we all heard the voicemail that he left his daughter when she upset him. The guy, you know, he's he's not going to take these things lightly. No, he's going to no. blow a gasket. <laughs> yeah, he was flaring his gills. Yep. 
Uh, what's the, the my favorite of the memes? It says like uh, I stand behind Alec Baldwin because I certainly wouldn't ever want to stand in front of him. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in the many <laughs> such memes that came. Uh, Watch out, New know. York. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, I haven't even thought of six nine. This dude in like. Yeah. A year? Well, the last time longer. we saw him and talked about him, right, was when he got into a fight in a gym bathroom at, like, a Planet oh, Fitness yeah, or something. Um, it looks like he's getting targeted by gang members because of him ratting people out in court over racketeering charges, if I recall correctly. Yep. So now it says his assets may be sold to cover a $10 million judgment in a stripper injury case. This, what if this happens to Blueface after that incident the other day where he just shoved the lady off the stage? Um, looks like they're going to be on auction block. Yeah, it says the nearly $10 million judgment comes after the woman accused him of smashing a bottle of champagne into her skull a few years ago. We I, Okay, I was talking with someone on Twitter Yikes. the other day. We were talking about the new season of Reacher, and he, he says, um, he goes, my problem is the scene where Reacher takes a cinder block and just destroys it over this dude's head, and he falls and gets back up, which we all know that's not what would happen if a dude that yeah. size just brained you with a freaking cinder block. Uh, the same thing happens in movies and television. They take champagne bottles, they take wine bottles, and they break over someone's head and they don't even move. I'm like, <laughs> y- you may not be dead, but you're unconscious and you're concussed severely. Yeah. Uh, I was just watching an episode of Breaking Bad where these um, twin mobsters, I don't know if you remember this, yes. they bought uh, bulletproof vests from some shady contractor. They shot the guy who was wearing it to test if it actually worked. And he was like, hey, you broke my rib. And then later on in the same episode, they're wearing the, the vests, get shot, and they don't even move. Love it when that happens. No continuity error. Con- no no continuity. They're just so cool and badass that they can get shot in the chest five times and not flinch. Adrenaline. I don't know. Adrenaline. So it says the outlet obtained documents that reportedly say that a receiver has been appointed to take control of his assets, items like his Rolls Royce, his Florida mansion, uh, and sell off whatever is necessary to pay down the $9.825 million judgment. That is crazy. Uh, the stripper, identified as Alexis Salabarios, <laughs> received the judgment in July. She's like, cha-ching. Yeah. Cha-ching. I want to know her stripper name. What if it was just Salabarios? Salisbury sauce. Salisbury steak. (laughs) Salisbury steak. We'll call her Salisbury steak. (laughs) However, the amount has not been paid. Therefore, a judge appointed a receiver. Uh, you know that's you got to get rid of the you got to get rid of the Rolls Royce. He's going to have to get rid of the Rolls Royce and have to drive a Honda Civic. Is a career criminal um, and getting rich off of rapping didn't change that. Looks I mean, like. he really should be—he should be charged and fined for his hair. It's the—it's the colored hair that I hated. Honestly, the worst thing that I've seen recently is that video of Blueface <laughs> on stage. He brings this white woman on stage and then shoves her off the stage and gets his goons to like start stomping on her and kicking her. Maybe he can get some help from the Island Boys. Maybe they can give him a loan. Are they really that rich? I have no. Idea. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Speaking of the Island Boys, how about Epstein, huh? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow, we'll, we'll tomorrow. I guess. See, the thing is, is I, what I think is going to end up happening, guys, is they're just going to manufacture that list. Guys, the list of Epstein's 
business partners is going to come out in 2024. I think it's going to... It's going to be Ronald McDonald, the Hamburglar. Wendy from Wendy's. Wendy from Wendy's. It's going to be... The Burger King. The, the head of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. It's going to be all the icons on there are going to get are going to get in trouble. And it's not going to be... Any, the KFC Colonel. Because how would you know? Right? How, how the yeah. hell would you know? So they'll just... And it could be worse than that. You'd be like, it's going to be like Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. It's going to be like, he's going to just make up a bunch of names and we're going to have to to watch it all come through. George Santos will I, be on there. I doubt it will be an exhaustive list yep. is all. All right, guys. Uh, Amanda Bynes. It wasn't, that long, it wasn't yeah. that long ago we were talking about her. Like last week. Yeah, so Amanda Bynes started a podcast to re-enter the spotlight, and she found out she couldn't get any big guests on her show, which is a sad realization for her. Um, and she decided she was just going to cancel the podcast altogether. I, I think she should have just kept doing it. Like, look, just... Keep at it, here, here, No, here's the thing. She's lived an interesting enough life that she doesn't need guests to start. Right, but I don't know if she wants to talk about herself. She wants other people to talk about themselves, right? Maybe a she little bit of uh... do one with um, Frankie Muniz. But she would need she would need some time because she's lived such a turbulent life for so long. Like a lot of people aren't going to sign on to do it when they don't know when you're going to have your next episode. Uh, it could blow back on them in the media. Uh, people were giving Bobby Altoff a lot of crap for getting Drake on her show like instantly, but Bobby Altoff was as sanitized of a product as you could get. I guess Drake was one of the guests that Amanda Bynes wanted to have on the podcast. But the thing is, Drake, if, if you're going to go on Bobby Altoff's show and she's a nobody, why not Amanda Bynes? Yeah. He should have done it. Um, let's look at her TikTok announcement about her podcast. Her head is shaped really funny the way it ends. She's hiding the, the mullet the, is what she's no, it's, doing. No, but it's, it's the way that it, it ends in the V with the, at the neckline. It looks <laughs> like a teardrop upside down. All uh, right, let's listen to this. So even though the podcast is doing really well and the spon uh, response has been great, I am going to take a pause on it for now. We are not able to get the type of guests that I'd like on the show, like say Jack Harlow or Drake or Post Malone. So maybe one day if we're able to get those types of guests on the show, we will resume the podcast. But for now, I'm taking a pause on it. Thank you everyone who watched. I really hope you enjoyed it. And that is all for now. Or maybe no, it could, it could be no, it could be different. Maybe what it is is she got the feedback on the co-host, and she's doing this so that she can quietly get rid of the co-host and then come back later. Like post yeah, in case you guys missed that, there were a lot of allegations against her co-host because he allegedly killed someone's dog in a sacrifice a to a leader. blood moon and was a cult leader. I don't know if any of that is true. But we covered that last week. I also just sent you a new update on the situation that apparently Amanda Bynes says she is resuming the podcast Let's after go. a less than 24 hour pause. So this has a happy ending. Uh, what is this? So I wanted to post something about how I felt last night after I made a post that we were pausing the podcast. Um, I felt really sad and I was like in a really bad mood because it, the podcast was actually something that I was really looking forward to filming next week and it was something that I was really happy and excited about. So I talked to a few friends and they all said to keep going. So we're going to continue the podcast and we are filming next Friday podcast. as planned. <laughs> I think that podcasts just take time to grow, like to build a following. So I 
shouldn't have said what I said last night about like not getting the type of guests that we were looking forward to getting because you never know we might get them in the future and the guests that we um, have lined up are actually really great so I'm really looking forward to filming the next episode and that's about it I want her hat. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hear a word she said. I've been looking at the hat. <laughs> I think is that a is that a a, a microphone or a chair? Know. What the hell is that? It's it's an L. It's it's like an L. A. Hat, but it's like uh. Well, it's mirrored because she's in her. I know, but it's like, it's like camera. a it's like a weird version of a Dodgers hat. But I it's... I think that she had to find a co-host with her because she had to avoid calling it the Amanda Show. <laughs> to bring up some bad memories yeah. but amanda the i ties will that binds. i will happily replace your cult leader co-host i'll fly out to miami once a week and help you film this podcast if you're watching and i'll i guess take time uh to to do this show without mary once a week i, I guess i've just been volunteered we'll film on the weekend okay <laughs> don't I, worry I, I want that hat though i, I want that hat <laughs> that she's wearing uh, also, let us know where you got the hat. Also, seriously, like, how did they not? Like, I, I can't imagine Post Malone would say no. Get Post Malone to do it. Everybody loves Post Malone. That would Malone. be hilarious. Like, also, Theo Vaughn. Have her and Theo Vaughn yes! talk. Yes! Her and Theo Vaughn talking might break your brain. Yeah, that like, would be good stuff. Good like, content. Him and him and Kat Von D talking was like the most uncomfortable thing I've ever watched. And it was so... <laughs> the thing is, Amanda Bynes would have a much easier time trying to get booked on other people's podcasts yeah. than she would getting them on hers. I wonder if we could get her so on... So she should have tried that. We should get her on here. Could we get her on here? I would love to have Amanda Bynes on the podcast. I can, I can ask her about <laughs> Big Fat Liar. Amanda, if you're watching, I loved Big Fat Liar with Frankie Muniz. That was that was great. That's that <laughs> stuff was great. So, uh, and I do want the hat. I, I do want the hat that she's wearing. So, all right, guys. So, if you don't remember, many uh, such years ago, it would have been back in 2021. Blizz Activision Blizzard was sued for a bunch of discrimination discriminatory practices at their offices relating to the the ladies of the office were suing on basis of gender discrimination, pay all of these things yes. and they have just now settled this lawsuit for to the tune of 55 million dollars yeah you see this so this is a settlement being paid out to all of the female employees that worked for them between 2015 and 2020 claiming that they were discriminated against at the company including they were denied promotion opportunities and they were paid less than men for doing substantially similar work so that's I put a, carrying a lot i put a bowl uh, i put a bowl i put a poll up today ladies and gentlemen i said who treats their female employees worse disney or Activision Blizzard. And right now, Disney is, win <laughs> is winning with 61% of the vote. But it reminded me of this old article from uh, The Verge. Uh, and this one, this is from June of this year. And I think I, I read this and then I, we never ended up talking about okay. it. But it says, in 2021, the state of California sued Activision Blizzard, alleging that the video game publisher fostered a pervasive culture of harassment going back years. Details in the suit spoke of cube crawls where male employees would get drunk and walk around the workplace subjecting female employees to inappropriate behavior <laughs> sounds like they need more work to do yeah. if they have this much free it time. alleged that the male employees would pawn off responsibilities to their female co-workers how women of color were passed up for opportunities given less to tenured workers and how a senior world of warcraft developer was so infamous for his harassment of women with his with his uh, very famous 
Cosby suite. Yes, they cited a problematic, quote, frat boy culture at the company. And the only person who was named in this lawsuit besides their CEO and president was a World of Warcraft developer named Alex Afrasiabi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, who had the so-called Cosby suite at BlizzCon 2013. Uh, and this was a hotel room by that nickname referencing Bill Cosby's many R-word al- allegations and that as had I was come out at the to, time. To Mary beforehand, they said it was 2013. It was a, it was a different time in the culture. It's, all, it's a decade ago now. Yes. Yeah, so uh, during that company event for BlizzCon, this man would allegedly hit on female employees, telling them he wanted to marry them, attempting to kiss them and putting his arms around them in plain view of other male employees, including supervisors who had to intervene and pull him off of the female employees. He was known to engage in harassment of females uh, and that his suite was nicknamed the Cobby Suite after alleged rapist Bill Cosby. And they also had a group chat at the time of BlizzCon 2013 called the BlizzCon Cosby Crew, where uh, one of their designers, David Kosak, said, I'm gathering the hot chicks for the cause. Get it? The cause. The cause. Um, And then Alex said, bring them. You can't marry all of them, Alex, Kosak writes. Well, he says, yes, he can. He said, I can. I'm Middle Eastern. Um, I don't know what that's supposed to be talking about, but okay. I thought polyamory was in these days. They could totally marry them all. Yeah. Uh, and there were also photos of a lot of Blizz, uh, Blizzard employees inside this hotel suite where they were doing informal networking. I guess women weren't allowed in. It was a boys club. <laughs> but news of the, uh, of the suite was just the opening salvo and what would become a battery of reporting, documenting the kinds of harassment that went on at the Activision Blizzard company. Current and former employees shared their stories, including how a woman was demoted for allegedly reporting her harasser, how a nursing mother had her breast, breast milk stolen from the company refrigerators, <gasps> and how one employee's sexual harassment led to their death by suicide. Wow. $55 million lawsuit. That's insane. Do you think that there's uh, some credibility to all of these claims? I don't, uh, I, I don't know if, if credibility is... Uh, I, I, can't com- I can't know for sure that any of this stuff happened. All I've got is everyone's word that it did, right? I, I've pointed out this conflict before that um, the so-called misogynists in gaming culture... The media can't decide whether to frame them as these basement-dwelling loser incels or frame them as chauvinistic frat guys. So what are they? So what exactly are they? You can't be both. Yeah. You have to pick one or the other. Are they basement-dwelling Those dwelling are two nerds? different archetypes that can't yeah. really coexist. Are they the living embodiment of the, <laughs> of the well-actually meme? Or are they the Chad meme? Which one? Yet, in the Cosby suite, no alleged sexual assault instances happened it was was just things he was doing in public view at the con right he was putting his arms around the women saying he wanted to marry them attempting to i guess attempting to kiss them is definitely uh look if uh with all the stuff that sounds like he was just 
drunk in public at a work event and other people didn't approve of what he was doing since it says other male employees stopped him from behaving that way. I'm wondering if uh, I'm wondering if this is going to contribute every year to like I'm picturing a graph that says like company Christmas parties are on the are on the downslope, just like nobody's willing to do it anymore because they don't want to have to, uh, every year they basically <laughs> have to write it into the budget, like what's the sexual assault claim we're going to have to settle after the company Christmas party? Yeah. Oh, sorry, holiday party. Do you think holiday that uh, company, like office Christmas parties are um, based or cringe? Do, do the Christmas parties. Look, we wouldn't have John McClane in Die Hard if it wasn't for a Christmas party. You need the Christmas party. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, in this, so it was uh, fifty-five million dollars was the settlement. Forty-five point seven five million of the settlement has been set aside for the payouts, which means that the the firm that did the suing is going to get a hefty ten million. Uh, looks like about ten million dollars. Uh, they've agreed to take steps to ensure fair pay and promotional practices. So they're going to have to. This is the other thing, though. Like a lot of those claims, like the claims about not making the same for substantially similar jobs, could also be the result result of gender wage gap stuff you know right. the men are like look i'm not doing this job for less than this amount and the women are like okay i guess i'll do the job for this amount like not getting promotions like if i was these companies now just hire dudes then you don't have to worry about any of this stuff happening remember a lot of employees at nintendo complaining because i mean these people weren't game developers they were uh beta testers yes they were complaining because they were underpaid, undercompensated yep. for their time, which it, it just sounds like the easiest job in the world to be not a developer, but yep. a game tester. There's a, a $20 super chat here from the Red Nosed Rain Derp. We're not going to say the first part of that. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that really matters. It says, he's the <laughs> actually guy. If he had been Chad Thundersnake, there wouldn't be complaints about the attempted kiss. You can usually figure these things out through context. The actually guy? The well actually meme. The guy with the, the fat guy with the glasses and the balding head and the, and the going bald head. It says, well actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen an image of this guy, but up, we'll look, have to take your word look for up, it. Look up the well actually meme. You'll, you'll I laugh. think I've seen it. Yeah, you, I think I know what you're referring to. You've seen it before. But um, yeah, <laughs> like with, with a lawsuit like this, I actually didn't imagine that we were going to get uh, this resolved, but it is California. Maybe it's all the like software development nerds who weren't the frat guys in college that are now living out their fantasies yeah. of being in yeah. that frat boy culture once they enter the workplace. Yep. Amidst the reporting, the Wall Street Journal released their own report accusing uh, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick of knowing about, ignoring, and in some cases, perpetuating harassment of his employees. He apologized for some allegations, including one where he left a voicemail threatening to have his assistant killed, but denied the others. What? Uh, and in a new interview with Variety, Kodak uh, further denied the Activision Blizzard had any pervasive issues with abuse. Instead, he blamed labor organizers for the company problems. Well, it's always the union's fault. I'm with you, buddy. Well, this what happened obviously many moons ago yeah. at BlizzCon 2013. Um, there was a photo of them posing around a portrait, a framed portrait of Bill Cosby. I wonder who procured that. But we were wondering, wait, why didn't they name it the Weinstein Suite? And we were like, oh, that Hadn't was before yet. Me Too. Hadn't well before yet. Me Too. Yep. 
So yeah, this didn't age so well. So the Kotick described the reporting done on employee harassment uh, and abuse at Blizzard as mischaracterizations while asserting that the company had a relatively low percentage of harassment claims for its 17,000 employees. <clears throat> a transparency report released Wednesday outlined the company's standing in relation to several stated goals like increasing the number of women it employs and the number of harassment claims it receives and acted upon. So I'm hoping they hope they want it to go down, not up. Not like the, the number of women should go up and the number of claims should go down <laughs> if, uh, if you're doing this right. Um, yeah, but to quote Matt Walsh, name one institution that has been substantially improved by putting more women in positions of leadership. Yep. I don't think this is going to go as well as they think, yep. actually. So, uh, and 17,000 employees, when you compare that to Disney, uh, that's in the hundreds of thousands. They have 9,000 of their empl female employees claiming discrimination and not nearly on the same level that Activision employees are. They're just talking about a wage gap over yes. at Disney. So I, it looks like you would be in a worse position as a female employee at Activision Blizzard. And but this also paved the way for Microsoft to buy yeah. Activision Blizzard. So I guess that's a blessing in disguise for them. Now they're all just going to have to eat the Bill Gates made GMO filled like food, right? They're all going to have to be eating yeah. fake meat and stuff like that. But it says, remember in 2021, they were they settled a sexual harassment and discrimination lawsuit brought on by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunities Commission, agreeing to create $18 million to fund uh, an $18 million fund to compensate people who are harassed or discriminated against. And earlier this year, they settled a $35 million lawsuit with the wow. Securities and Exchange Commission. So, you know. It's, uh, what was that about? Uh, it says uh, that uh, under the claims that it failed to maintain, uh, it failed to maintain controls to collect and assess workplace complaints with regard to disclosure requirements and violated a federal whistleblower protection rule. In pay it paid the settlement. Activision neither admitted nor denied the SEC findings and agreed to a cease and desist order. Okay. So it's a it's a problem. It's not looking good all for around. them. So maybe uh, maybe we'll just get the World of Warcraft sexual harassment edition. Well, video games are more profitable than anything Disney is putting out these yep. days. So they're in a better position to be putting out these settlement payments. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> so yesterday uh, I, I said, like, look, we don't have any cute of the day left did we I, get a wave we got a whole crap ton of cute of the days okay so you guys came through big time we got at least a week's worth of cute of the day now so thank you for that so mary what would you like to see first cute or cringe let's see the cutes all right let's do some cutes of the day first starting it off we got this one here from bucky ducky says want some quack throw oh. some in the <laughs> chat for me there i'm it is. a quack addict there you go yeah damn i've never seen a duck that looks like that very cute. We promise we weren't discriminating against your ducks. No, nope, we were not. All right. Let's do one more. I want I want to save enough so we got enough for the week. But this one here is from uh Crimville on Twitter. There it is. Okay. It says, uh this is MT loving alarm clock. Uh, this is what is that? Uh MT loving alarm clock? I don't know. Bella when she's in snooze mode. Can we uh I don't know if I can see it, but Cute, nonetheless. It is cute. You can't see it super well. There it is. It's adorable. All right, let's do one more here. I'm gonna I'm gonna show this one. 
This one is from Olivia Claire. It says, this is Ramona, a family friend's dog. She loves cuddles and cuddles and is the sweetest thing ever. Is it cheating to submit someone else's pet? No, no, no. We've had other people submit. <laughs> I mean, we've had people submit like other such like pets that they just find, right? It says like we've got people who are submitting like uh, pets that just are other people's that are like in their yard or like I guess strays. They count. They yeah. count. All right. Let's go ahead and do cringe of the day then. What, what was this one that you found? I don't even remember anymore. It was fat privilege is real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to show you guys this. Here we go. Hi, it's okay. Um, I'm hoping to use your um, customer size policy today. Yes, I'm leaving. Yes. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much for your help. May I have a seatbelt extender, please? Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh no, they're they're not calling themselves fat anymore. They're calling themselves customers of size. I guess Southwest is the only airline that has officially put in policies for overweight passengers. They get an extra seat for free. That was uh, that was Southwest. That's what it says in the video, at least. All right. Yep, fat privilege. It's officially upon us. Yeah. Yeah, look, look, at least she was polite with everyone. She, was, she wasn't like, give me my seat. <laughs> give right? me my seatbelt extender. Give me my seatbelt extender now. Those seatbelts are gigantic. Yeah, that's, um, I wonder if I could just like, could I just do this and just like, what is this? Is, there's no scale. They make her get on like the bag weighing scale. Yeah, how do you prove that you're deserving of the free seat? Do they have to weigh you? Also, I love that this woman is very health conscious wearing her N95 mask. Yes. We love health and and protecting ourselves. There's a golden opportunity here for someone to make a skit where they just put a bunch of pillows inside their shirt and go and try uh, to yes, get this. I'm using the customer size policy. <laughs> you just have like Can a... Can we get somebody to go and try and do that? I think that would make me laugh a lot. To just put a pillow in the you front. You know what? Give, pill- give pregnant passengers free seats. Yeah, that's a good they idea They would deserve well. it more than these people. They're like, we, we, we want to reward you for flying before having the kid, not just after, <laughs> so that we don't have to listen to it whine and complain yeah. the whole flight. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead now that we are what? We're uh, 49 minutes into the show. Let's go ahead and get started then, shall we? So if you didn't hear yesterday, actor Jonathan Majors was found guilty of two of the charges, harassment and uh, what was the other one? And Reckless assault. So he was found guilty of harassment and reckless assault, and he will be charged in February. He faces up to a year in jail. And just hours after this happened, Marvel said, you're out of here, and they fired I don't know if it was even hours. I think that when we reported on the breaking news of his guilty verdict, it was only seconds later that we saw that the MCU dropped him. So that was their whole contingency plan in the first place is if he's found guilty, we're dropping him. If he's found innocent, we're not. Yeah, so... Um, um, A lot of people would call it a lucky coincidence that the ending of Loki season two left his fate an open question. Uh, but would you say that that was intentional on the part of the MCU writers? No, no, I don't, I don't think so. Just lucky? Yeah, lucky. 
Well, uh, they're either going to recast him or just erase him from the storyline altogether. What do you see happening? So this is what uh, I was reading this article here. This was from over at Cosmic Book News. It says Avengers 5 replaces Kang Dynasty. They have fired Jonathan Majors. It says following the guilty verdict, Marvel and Disney proceeded to quickly fire the actor. It has been confirmed by the trades that Jonathan Majors will no longer play Kang. In November, Marvel hired Loki creator Michael Waldron to work on a new draft of what was once called Kang Dynasty, but is now being just referred to as Avengers 5. The studio They'll has workshop had, that. <laughs> the studio has had months to plan for such an eventuality, and it's possible that Waldron was part of the course correction. So I think that they've been working on this ahead of time. So regardless of what the verdict was going to be, you thought Jonathan Majors was going to get no, dropped I, anyway? I think they wanted to have the backup plan just in case, and it okay. clearly proved to well, be Well, I mean, why can't they just recast him? I immediately after this verdict came in, saw John Boyega's name was trending. Yeah. A lot of people. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. People want John Boyega. Um, Aldous Hodge was trending. Yaya Abdul-Mateen was trending. Um, so there are a lot of ideas for who to recast him yeah. as... Uh, I, I think we should get Eric July in there. Yes, we could get Eric, Eric July. Eric July is I wonder, if, I wonder how much John Boyega would want to go back and work for a Disney company again. after. Has he said the, anything to suggest otherwise? I, I don't think he's... Uh, I, I think he's expressed a certain amount of regret over all that happened oh. with, uh, with Star Wars. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I thought he had said something to the... To that nature, but it says uh, they could they could end up recasting him, and I, I just think that maybe they don't weren't all that strong. They didn't feel all that strongly on how the storyline was going, anyways. So this offers them the perfect excuse to course correct. Mm -hmm. Well, they're not putting much thought into the MCU storylines anyway. Uh, it's all just a crapshoot from what it looks like. Yep. Um, and this is just another problem for Marvel, but a big problem for Jonathan Majors. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, that, that's the other thing for Marvel. It's like, what, what a bad year. Other than Guardians of the Galaxy doing well and not even all that well by Marvel standards, Quantumania bombed. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, the Marvels bombed. Yes. Nobody really cared about the television shows. They didn't do super well. Loki season two got good reviews, but the numbers on all of these shows are going down, down, down. Disney Plus subscription growth isn't going the way they want it to. They're having a very hard time figuring out how to get out of this rut that is, they themselves have created. Is Disney Plus losing more subscribers than it's gaining? No, it's just yes. uh, the, the, the growth is just stalled and they're not making making the, the, the numbers that they said they wanted to make by 2024. I mean, they're not going to be the next Netflix. It's not happening. Nope. Um, and another name that I immediately saw trending after Jonathan Majors got fired was Ezra Miller because yep. people, for some reason, they, they think that Marvel and DC are the same thing. 
So a lot of people were questioning why is Jonathan Majors facing these consequences, getting dropped by Marvel, whereas Ezra Miller, with his own criminal track record, has seemingly faced no consequences and hasn't been fired by DC. Well, he was fired by DC in, in effect. If we think about the direction that yeah. DC is going, he's not going to get any more uh, the Flash movies, I presume. So he's out of DC anyway, just by default. That's probably why they didn't go to the effort of firing him outright. Yeah, they just waited till it was over. Yeah, it's, it had an expiration date anyway. But I saw uh, some tweets about Ezra Miller in response to this saying, Ezra Miller, don't think for one second you're off the hook, bitch. Your downfall is next. Another said, Ezra Miller looking at everyone happy that Jonathan Majors was found guilty when they were literally on the run from the law at one point. Uh, and another one, this is where I get frustrated. People are making Jonathan Majors getting found guilty in a court of law into a race thing. Of course, they're I mean, making that was this happen. whole thing into a race thing from the very start to the end. So here is this other tweet. If you're a black man in America, the best advice is good luck at this point. Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, was accused of threatening to kill his wife. Josh Brolin, Thanos, was accused of hitting his wife. Robert Downey Jr., no comment there. And Ezra Miller, again, no comment. I mean, his rap sheet of criminal activity has seemingly no end yeah but, but he's this not is all just any of this stuff accusations the, yeah. and arrests there's no conviction for any of these people on the stated accusations accusations don't equal convictions yeah. so there's that but i mean this has been racialized from the very beginning people almost blamed jonathan majors for being in a relationship with a white woman that's twitter speak though that's it that, definitely that's, that's is racial twitter that's like you're literally out of your head if you think that, you know, getting into a relationship that is like mixed race relationship means that you're deserving of going to jail. There was also there there was no way to fire Ezra Miller in any way that would have actually benefited the property because the movie had to come out either way. Right. And it, it was, was already shot. In production already hell. done extensive reshoots on the property. If anything, they were just trying to stall the problems until the film got out and put it on the back burner as much as possible and then downplay it. Remember, they weren't even going to put him in any of the promotional material, but he ended up at some of the events. He was still allowed to speak at the world premiere for The Flash. Did you hear about these accusations against Jeremy Renner and Josh Brolin? Yes. Uh, not the Josh, not the Josh Brolin one, but the, the Jeremy Renner ones I have. Yeah. Um, I just see Jeremy Renner's ex-wife claims he threatened to kill her uh, and put a gun in his mouth. Um, about Josh Brolin... I don't see anything there, but Robert Downey Jr. was just like drug charges. But before he worked for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a lot different than if you're in the post Me Too era in Hollywood. They have to watch out for things like that. Yep. Um, I don't think any of these are comparable situations. I was trying to think of anything that's happened recently. So a lot of it, what we always end up talking about are allegations, right? I don't remember the last time there was such a case where it actually went to court. They actually went to trial and then they were actually found guilty. 
I can't think of a comparable case that's happened in recent memory other than Weinstein being found guilty however many years ago. Uh, and there's no other real strong examples that would actually show you like, look, this guy was a star um, on the rise. He then got his career destroyed by actually going to court and being convicted. We've seen plenty of people have their careers destroyed over allegations. Well, you could actually see more examples of careers getting ruined by allegations and not exactly. criminal convictions. Um, there are more cases of that than actors getting convicted and having their careers ruined because of it because look at mike tyson yeah there's I, a there's just an example that's right in your face he got convicted of a rape charge and no not only no one remembers that but also this flies in the face of uh the idea that jonathan majors is being racially discriminated against because mike tyson is also black the but the, for the mike tyson that was that was there's a time gap there there's a very large time gap between when he rebuilt his career post boxing and when he was actually in jail like there's no there's nothing to suggest that jonathan majors won't be able to have a comeback years later after all of this has passed he's definitely not going to he was also the not, same he was never the same level of star as Mike Tyson, not even close. Mike Tyson was an icon in the 80s. So that's, it's not really the same thing. From the way Jonathan Majors was talking about himself. Saw himself as an he icon. He probably saw himself as an icon or at least an icon on the rise. And that's not going to be the case for him anymore. I don't, I can't, can you think of any other examples in recent history where somebody's actually ended up in court and this has happened? Who has been to court recently? Johnny Depp went to court. Uh, That's Amber. different though, because it's a civil trial, exactly. so, not a criminal trial. So that seemed to have a certain amount of repercussions on Amber Heard a little bit, but it's not like she was fired from Aquaman, but they did make all of the time in the movie very, very difficult for the people that were, that are going to be watching it. They removed her from the trailers. So they definitely were hedging their bets against her on that to remove her from the trailers. <clears throat> I just think the idea that Ezra Miller was protected by Warner Brothers because he is white, not because he is a gender goblin, is patently insane. He was protected because of his trendy identity and his androgynous look. I wonder if it's also possible that maybe he ends up, like, I don't think, do you think he's going to get jail time? Ezra Miller? No, no, no Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors could face up to a year, says the the court but i doubt that will happen okay so is it possible that he pays a fine and they rehire him later marvel no i don't think so but he'll get other projects because i think and again this is not a court case so it's not the same thing but i think to what happened with james gunn who got into all the trouble because of the tweets the pedo tweets right and then mm -hmm. Marvel fires him. Disney fires him. He goes and he does the Suicide Squad for, for DC, which is always funny to me that they're like, we'll take you. But then uh, Marvel rehires him. And they come him. crawling back later Marvel on. rehires him after the, the dust is settled. People have short memories. People have unbelievably short attention spans. I also don't know how much I buy. The average person in the population actually knows that Jonathan Majors is Kang and that Kang got arrested no. for, uh, for domestic violence. I bet more people know about that than they knew about Ezra Miller's misdoings. I like nobody even knows who these people are like in the real world. Yes, that are not in moviegoers the, don't pay attention to all these headlines that are not in the entertainment do. bubble like we are right now with everything that we talk about every day. I'm just I'm still shocked that this ended up going to court. I still can't believe the, that they didn't also try her. Actually, no, I, I can believe it. I shouldn't say that I can't believe it, but I can believe it. But they should have tried both of them.
It once again brings up the question of who lands higher on the oppression totem pole. Is it race or is it gender? That's the question for, for the ages, right? Like uh, if, he's a, if he's a black actor, then, he's, then they should hold him, they should just find him guilty because of that. If he's gay or trans, then that's a, held to a different standard. Everybody's held to a different standard based on who they know in the industry. Is it also possible that Ezra Miller is just protected for other reasons? What reasons would those be? He's not really this immensely powerful in, player in Hollywood. He wasn't ever supposed to be like after they knew that they were rebooting the universe, he wasn't going to be a major player anyways because they were getting rid of all of those characters that were brought in through Zack Snyder's property anyways. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that I don't know. I just think like people are analyzing this to death and it'll be forgotten very quickly. Yeah. If if not, never paid attention to in the first place. We'll see where it goes, but uh, I don't. I think they end up just using it as an opportunity to redo the storyline. And what they'll end up doing is probably doing something like Doctor Doom, but we'll wait and see. All right, let's go to Super Chats. We got some there. Shane H. Wilder said it's Tuesday. Remember to live Moss. Yes, Taco Tuesday. Do you plan to do so after work? I actually don't get tacos from Taco mm -hmm. Bell ever. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't had Taco Bell in a minute. I am still uh, a big shill for it, though. DC and C said zero PCC pets yesterday. Can't trawl the archive for a certain derpy cat. Will never happen, my friend. I'm sorry to say. Shane H. Wilder said, Mary in a conspiratorial mood. You don't say, LOL. All right, All right let's hold off on the rest and we'll come back after the fact. Mary, show okay. us uh, what the hell's going on with this horrible interview. Yes, yeah, so George Santos is doing the press circuit right now because he is trying to uh, put the kibosh on this HBO biopic about his life called The Fabulist. He wants everyone to know that it is a work of, quote, effing fiction that has no basis in reality. And uh, he did this on a recent interview with Z-Way. If you don't know, Z-Way used to have a show on the Showtime network. They actually canceled it after a couple of seasons, I guess because it wasn't profitable. So I noticed that she posted this independently of that network and the production quality is noticeably lower than before. I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't watch it initially. I've never watched the other one. I guess I watched the Chet Hanks one when they did that. But that the Chet so Hanks ago. one will live in infamy. We got sure. a $50 super chat here from Frantic Sloth says, Brett, you were saying something yesterday about personal responsibility or accountability and what happens to you is because of your own actions, something like that. So I got up off my ass and finished painting and tiling my bathroom. Thank you. Oh, there you go. I like that. A success story. You ever, um, when you're, when you, whenever you're doing housework, do you ever like uh, deep clean or try to deep clean a room and get halfway done? And you're like, I wish I hadn't started this, but now I have to finish. Define deep clean. Like I was watching, I was, I was, <laughs> I was looking at this meme yesterday, and it's this person just looking. They're sitting in a room full of like stuff being moved around, and they have their head hung low, and they look really dejected. And it says like, when you're halfway through. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It says when you're halfway through the deep clean, and you're rethinking your life decisions. No, I, I always get done. Um. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys are unfamiliar with Z-Way, she has this style of interviewing people like Chet Hanks or like Julia Fox, who are largely known for being uh, clowned on 
and made into memes. And she questions them in a way that's intentionally awkward. She plays into those awkward silences a lot and tries to trip them up on their own words. This has to be a Gen Z thing. She wants them to you know, read themselves so she doesn't have to. It's definitely a Gen Z style of humor. Um, so this is a spoof of CNN. She calls it a ZNN interview on the Z-Way News Network. She says, uh, no congressmen were paid in the making of this interview, even though George Santos asked three times. Uh, so I guess George Santos struck her as a perfect target for uh, getting memed on, mm -hmm. as he, uh, for better or for worse, leans into being a meme. And uh, let, let's react to a couple of clips from uh, the interview, and we'll see if Brett rages. I've, I've, I can't. Like, I, I, <laughs> Close your eyes. Picture a criminal. What are they wearing in your head? A blue suit <laughs> and a white shirt. No. Tell me about your tutorial charts today. What are you wearing? This is an actual uh, uh, Teo from Macy's. It's a black-owned company. Oh, wow. And I love his suits. Uh, Ferragamo shoes. <laughs> Ferragamo shoes. Yes, wow. that's... I'm known for that. Uh, and are you wearing a black-owned designer because of the circumstances of today? No. Actually, if you go through my entire congressional outfits, a lot of them are from the same designer. And how many stolen credit cards did you use to pay for this look? Ferragamo, Hermes. You like the nice stuff, too. Uh, I don't actually own Hermes stuff. Oh. Other than the cologne, that's all I wear from Hermes. Got it. Oh no, and the bracelet. Uh, <laughs> You're literally wearing an Hermes bracelet. How'd you buy that one? This was a gift from my husband. A gift from yeah. your husband? Yeah. The American people? I hate yeah. her. Um, she's hate referring her. to political donors that donated to an LLC that was owned by George Santos and he allegedly used political donations for personal expenses like OnlyFans subscriptions and designer luxury items. Um, so he is now being labeled a con artist. Uh, he has been exiled from Congress. I mean, he is. He's a disgraced <laughs> congressman. <laughs> he and is. You know what? I like George Santos. I don't really you know, pay no mind no. to any of the things he's been accused of and all these federal charges he's facing. I think he's a likable, funny person. And Z-Way really grinds yeah. my gears. Yeah, the, the problem with this isn't that he's a criminal. The problem is that she's a partisan hack that wouldn't do the same if the dude who got caught having sex in the yeah. halls of Congress came in. It would be yes, queen slay all the way because they're partisan douche canoes. I, am, I hate these people. Yes, I am a... Uh, anxiously anticipating Z-Way's interview next with the uh, staffer who made a gay porn film inside the Senate hearing room. I am waiting for that to happen, but I don't think it will because Z-Way interviewed George Santos to make him out to be a fool because he is a Republican. Uh, let's take a look at a second cringy clip from this interview where she asks him to identify civil rights activists. Very respectful, honorable person. Keep going. Respectful and honorable about what? Uh, on all the stances and all the work. Marsha P. Johnson? Yeah. What does that mean? Just keep going, next. You don't know her. Yeah, she's... I do. Keep going. Do you? I do, go, just keep going. 
James Baldwin. Huh? James Baldwin. Who the hell is James Baldwin? Who's James Baldwin? Harvey Milk. I have no clue who that is. Okay. What about Bo and Yang doing an impression of you on SNL? I think he deserves an EGOT. Would you like Bo and Yang to play you in the HBO biopic? That movie's not ever going to happen. Why not? The book has no perspective of me or anybody close to me. It's a f fiction. You love fiction, though. Nicki Minaj. Queen. You're, are you a Nicki fan? Yeah. Prove it. I'm not going to do I'm not spitting verses for you. Pull up in the monster automobile. Gangso with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> Can I listen? I hate it. See, she can't be a good sport for anything. Like, as the interviewer, shouldn't you try to to be a good sport and have a sense of humor about things? I mean, I know she doesn't like George Santos as a person, but she just came off as more cringy than he did. I would take George Santos over Z-Way any day. Yeah. And that's why I love his cameo videos I just so don't much. understand this trend of interview. I, I guess, like I said, it, this is a, a specifically a Gen Z thing to look into this. This is similar to the Bobby Altoff stuff. I'll never get it. Perhaps I was just born in the wrong generation. Well, I don't right? know why everyone thinks that like a certain style of interview or a certain sense of humor has to belong to one person. Like... Yeah. Nathan Fielder is not Bobby Althoff, is not Z-Way, is not whoever else you want to name. Yeah. They're all different people. Um, I don't think any of them are particularly <laughs> that funny. Um, but I, I think George Santos has uh, more humor in his left pinky than Z-Way has in her entire career. I thought that her interview with Chet Hanks also made Chet Hanks look more likable. Mm -hmm. She I tries to like, her Her thing is like, I'm gonna make this person feel comfortable like we're friends yeah. so that they talk themselves into a hole and they, they read themselves and don't even know that they're doing it. Yeah. But what would you say annoys you about Z-Way specifically? I don't Cause you like, snark it isn't really- humor. Snark isn't humor. Snark is low IQ bullshit. It's not actually entertaining. And it's a product of a generation that has been raised to believe that you're not going to get slapped <laughs> for talking to someone like a shithead. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a generation of people who believe, also it's, it's born out of Twitter speak, right? These are people who have learned to speak this way because they talk as if they're arguing with someone in 180 characters or less. I hate that. And it really is a product of a generation that isn't worried that something is going to happen to you. What is it Mike Tyson said? He said, uh, basically, like, uh, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? And this is the type of thing where it wouldn't fly in the real world, and you wouldn't speak like this to someone if you weren't, uh, if you were afraid that something was going to happen to you. Yeah, there's I a think, basic, um... there's a base level of respect that you should have while having a conversation with another person. Otherwise, and again, and it's the it's the hypocrisy of it, not being willing to do this. Now, if she was willing to do this to somebody else who had a like minded belief system with hers, then I would buy that maybe it was real. But she's not going to have this like conversation do this with AOC. With, yes, you know exactly. Do this with Marianne Williamson. Yes, you know otherwise. somebody like that. Somebody on your side of the aisle, so that you can prove you're not, as you said, a partisan hack. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that's the numbers speak for themselves. Like, 
everyone would rather watch a Joe Rogan interview with George Santos than a Z-Way one. I have no idea why George Santos decided this was the move. I don't feel sorry for George Santos either. This dude's just out here trying to make his money and you're going to be, you're going to face some humiliation along the way while you're trying to make your money on top of the con that you ran on your, on on your donors and stuff like that, whatever. But I hate partisan politics because I think both parties are full of scumbags. And in this case, he's at least funny on his own. She is not funny on her own. Look, I wasn't like a cheerleader for Lauren Boebert or anything when she went through her uh, Beetlejuice controversy. But look at the way that everyone reacted like a bunch of pearl clutching Puritans. The idea that she was having her her boobs felt up at a a Broadway musical. Mm -hmm. And then meanwhile, they're filming a gay porn in the Senate hearing room and it's it's all, you know, chalked up to homophobic bigotry if you have any problems with that. Yeah. Um, it's hypocritical. Well, that's, why, that's why it's important to, dis, to disengage from politics because it's hypocrisy all around. You're getting screwed no matter what happens. All of it is essentially theater anyways. It doesn't matter who's having sex in what congressional hearing room. It doesn't matter which one of these guys is being expelled. They're still sending gazillions of your dollars overseas. <laughs> You're still being screwed in every way, shape, and form imaginable. None of it matters. The documentary on him doesn't matter. He's a scumbag. She sucks at her job. All of it is bullshit. I disagree. I think that the George Santos biopic is going to be a, a very entertaining watch. He's a, like, it, if they made it a satire and they leaned into the ridiculousness of it all, sure. Yeah, don't try Hollywood, to make him out to be some kind of, like, comically evil villain. Hollywood can't make good political satire because good political satire in current year would require you to be able to look at both sides of the aisle honestly, and they're not willing to do that. Unless you're willing to tell me that all of them are scumbags, I don't want to hear it because scumbags exist on both sides. Stupid. And her, like, for her, like, again... I understand that there's a market for this for weird self-hating Gen Zers who for some reason want to submit, who want to like force themselves to watch stuff like this. I don't get it. I'll never get it. But uh, when we watch clips like this, at least the Chet Hanks one resulted in him putting her in her place by taking account for himself and not being willing to apologize. Yeah, kick rocks. In an interesting way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and look, she got her comeuppance. To be fair, she uh, she lost her show. It got canceled because nobody actually wants to watch this type of stuff. And the audience that it's for, Gen Z, for the most part, probably doesn't have HBO Max. They're watching stuff on YouTube mm-hmm. or Twitch or right. any of these other places. And this is just garbage entertainment. It's not actually entertaining. Uh, one comment said Z-Way needs to host election debates. Okay, host the Democrat debates. I dare you. I dare you to do it, Z-Way. I think George Santos and Z-Way are equally fraudulent. Um, Another said, he's so quirky and fun. You'd never guess he'd been charged with 23 felonies. This is going to be a nightmare for late night hosts to parody. What can they do that isn't already there? They're not going to, no, they're not going to be allowed to anyways. You're going to have to focus because they can't make fun of the fact that he's gay. You can only make fun of gay people if they're Republicans. Mm -hmm. Because again, this is partisan (laughs) bullshit. You can, you can make fun of like what, what they'll say is like, you can make fun of black people. You can make fun of gay people. They just have to have a different political belief system than you, which just proves that none of them actually believe a word that they're saying because they're all scumbags. All of them. Well, that's, I got what I wanted out of that segment, which is to make Brett angry. 
Well, it doesn't take that much. All it takes is looking at annoying fake interviews like this, which are not. It's just, you know what it started with, too? What was the one with Zach Galifianakis? Between the Ferns? I don't that know. That bullshit? Like, look, know. all of it is, uh, I hate the style of interview. I really do. Let's so, go to Super Chats. Right. Shane H. Wilder said, do it. I gave you a free ad. Um, you mean the movie theater one? Five uh, O Charlie said on the movie theater ads, let's go. <laughs> Sir Enko Productions said to quote Shia LaBeouf, do it. PCC ads everywhere. Yep. It's going to happen. G Santoyo. Let's, let's do one more. G Santoyo said, I'm tired of being confused with George Santos. Look, the funny thing about <laughs> George Santos is, is like this, this is the benefit, guys. This is the benefit of having absolutely no allegiance to any of these scumbag political parties. You can take these people as they come. And if you find something funny or interesting about the, the charismatic ludicrousness of George Santos, you can. But it doesn't mean you have to give the dude a pass just because he has uh, the same political party written next to his name when he runs for office. If he you did can, uh, if lie you can, about being being a former drag queen in Brazil. Yeah, like if you if you understand that both Republicans and Democrats are a uniparty full of scumbags, then you can look at these people as close to honestly as you possibly can, and you can judge them for what's in front of you. I laughed at the Lauren Boebert stuff going on in the theater because I <laughs> thought it was absolutely hilarious, but I didn't clutch pearls, nor do I clutch, uh, clutch pearls about what happened in in the Congress uh, in Congress the other day because the American people have been getting screwed by people in Congress for 200 years. It's all the same story over again. And the people who are on the right, who are pointing out all these examples of that, uh, titties being shown on the lawn of the White House. It's all theater and it's all stupid and the country is screwed about anyways. <laughs> like none of this shit matters. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right. Shane H. Wilder said space trilogy on the big screen would be fire. I don't think they would do it justice, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, let's hold off on the rest and we'll, we'll come back after the fact. Let's go talk about what's happening mm -hmm. with actor Christian Keyes, who claims that a Hollywood power player offered money for sex. Yes, this is nothing new. Degeneracy in Hollywood. So this actor and musician, Christian Keyes, you might know he was in The Boys and he's also in this Tyler Perry produced show called All the Queen's Men. And that's based on a novel that he wrote actually. Um, so he went on Instagram Live the other day for about an hour talking about all of these pressures that he's faced in Hollywood at the hands of other men in the industry and I, that's why i thought this stood out is uh we don't hear this type of narrative a lot usually when you see me too claims it is the actresses and females in hollywood making allegations against the male executives and producers um not the other way around and certainly not men accusing men and what was interesting about this is he names one specific billionaire who is a powerful man in Hollywood he claims has sexually harassed him for years and he said sometimes it's our own heroes sometimes it's even the people that we deify and think have done such great things for the culture who behind the scenes are doing shady stuff like this um, and he went on to say that yes he was offered a hundred thousand dollars to strip uh, another person in Hollywood tried to, tried to climb into bed with him when he was drunk. 
Um, he also said that he's decided to, quote unquote, take the scenic route with his career, essentially passing up a lot of opportunities and a lot of offers that were quid pro quos. Uh, meaning if he had to sacrifice his integrity or his morals by offering sex or, you know, undressing for these weird degenerates in the Hollywood elite circle, he wouldn't take those roles. So that's actually cost him a lot in his career, uh, according to this account. He said, I didn't sell my soul or my ass for success. He names the shady and predatory beloved Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details public figure he's hinting that he's going to disclose who exactly it is at some point in the near future that he also has recordings of that misconduct dating back nearly 20 years he showed a a disguised camera recorder that it looks like a pen and he said uh i've kept one of these on me since 05 uh at some point soon it's going to have to come out he said whether it's a keychain recorder or a pen or a thumb drive because most predators would check your phone once the sexual harassment started i was like i need to protect me i'm saying no and i don't want this person as powerful as they are to try to get in the way of my work so i started recording so he has uh, almost 20 years of evidence mounting against powerful people in hollywood that have tried to harass him my general advice for most people is that if you work in an industry that requires you to carry a pen voice recorder you're you're probably not in the safest business mm -hmm. uh if i'm being 110 percent honest just like with all of these things unless you're willing to name names and actually talk about it i don't know what you want me to do with this Right. We know that Hollywood is full of scumbags who commit all sorts of atrocious acts. But what does this get anyone other than more publicity that just reinforces either reinforces your view that Hollywood is full of scumbags or gives you something to complain about with people saying like uh, you're bringing this up without offering any evidence to what happened? What is the point of this? should have gone to the cops when it happened initially. The same things they would say to the women when the women come forward with these claims and people mm -hmm. are immediately skeptical. Am I skeptical that these things happened? Hell no. I believe that this stuff actually happened all the time, actually happens all the time, but without names being named, without actually having instances to show of what actually happened, this just looks like an article that's done to promote his next work. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't know what they want me to take from it. Well, as soon as he spoke out and hinted at this one particular person, a lot of people know him from Tyler Perry produced projects. Yeah. So a lot of people suspected that he is referring to Tyler Perry. Although the fact that he is still working with Tyler Perry to this day would suggest it has to be somebody else. Probably somebody else if he's um, still working with him. Here are some of the comments. One said, why is it when a man comes out about sexual assault, you victim blame and tear them apart? I mean, that's the culture around the women these days, too. It's not like people are immediately... Look, we are past the... It, maybe maybe this is just different for you. Do you see this the same? It's like, now whenever there is a claim of any sort now, it's like nobody gets believed. 
Mm -hmm. Another said, yes, we know he worked with many people, but the black community associate him with Tyler Perry. So everyone will think it's Tyler Perry. And if not, then he indirectly assassinated his character. But when people put faces to accusations, uh, they're saying that he's he's being blamed. He's being victim blamed at this point because he didn't say anything beforehand. Um, They're saying this is putting clocks on people's trauma. So that would be their uh, their rebuttal to you, Brett, is that you can't put a timer on someone speaking out about something that they went through in Hollywood. No, you can't. But the sad fact of the matter is, is that it automatically, whether they like it or not, puts a timer on whether people are going to take you at your word right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been smarter to just come right out and say who it was rather than hinting around it and beating around the bush. Uh, He said, man, the world is celebrating this person and they don't even know the shady and predatory way this person moves. Whoever he's talking about is probably a bad person. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, predators resent the prey that gets away when you don't say yes and you don't acquiesce and literally and figuratively play ball. They resent you. Um, And I think that this goes beyond just calling out degeneracy and predatory behaviors in Hollywood, it goes beyond just sexual harassment claims. Because if you're somebody that generates a lot of revenue in show business, you're going to immediately become the target of psychological control from the powers that be. And he word for word called them the powers that be in this in this Instagram live. And it made me think about Dave Chappelle He did this interview with Oprah back in 2006 after he turned down a $50 million contract with Comedy Central in between the season two and three of the Dave Chappelle show. He seemingly vanished into thin air and it turns out that he just left the country, went to Africa to get his head straight because he felt like people were deliberately trying to psychologically attack him. He remembers that there were fake headlines coming out about him. They said he had pneumonia, which wasn't true. It was just a totally random lie. Um, He also says it felt like there was always someone over his shoulder telling him that he was crazy. He was being pressured to take antipsychotic medications, which he didn't need. It's all the Kanye story, but repeated back 20 years before Before, and I see why Dave Chappelle seems to have a little bit of sympathy for Kanye since he experienced something so similar and in this interview Oprah repeatedly just discredits everything he's saying she's trying to actually still point the finger at him and be like oh but were you actually losing your mind uh, it seems like you were spiraling. Like, what happened there? Like, were you going to rehab? Were you on drugs? She was gaslighting him to make him think that people weren't trying to get into his mind when they absolutely were. And Dave Chappelle is an extremely successful person and an extremely intelligent person. People who are of a lesser IQ and lesser social standing would be far easier to manipulate mentally. 
mm-hmm. far easier. And we see it every day in Hollywood, which is why I'm saying like, look, I'm not by saying, by, by saying what I'm saying about this guy saying that I, I can't, I can't take what he's saying all that seriously. Cause who, who am I supposed to attribute this anger to, right? Your story is supposed to fill me with a certain amount of rage over all of the injustices and degeneracy going on in Hollywood. But unless there's a place for that anger to actually be focused, it's just anger run amok, which does nothing for anybody. So who does it benefit? Him. That's it right now. So I don't know what you want me to do with it. I would just say this is an example of Hollywood systematically emasculating men. Yes. That's what they tried to do to Kanye West. They tried to do it to Dave Chappelle. And in that same interview with Oprah, he talked about this weird pressure that he faced to cross-dress for bits. Like everyone around him just really wanted him to dress up as a woman as a joke and he says no that's played out like everyone's done it it's really not that funny and they were like no but it's like such a good joke though like you should wear a dress you should put on this dress and he repeatedly resisted the idea and i think that's just one glaring example of hollywood trying to emasculate men and what they do to women is they try to have them leverage their sexuality for resources and positions of power. What they do to men is psychologically break them. It happened to Will Smith. It happened to the Kanye. It, it happened to The Rock. It, there are plenty of John examples. Cena. And John Cena also was seen cross-dressing. This is something that you can find many cultural examples. They listed um, Martin Lawrence cross-dressed for jokes Terry as well. Cruz. Terry Crews. Um, Obviously, Tyler Perry is one of the best known for doing it. Um, it's, it's not uncommon. And when I watch that interview with Dave Chappelle from 2006, I see that he was trying to push back on all of this negativity in show business. And Oprah became what was wrong with that business. I, I noticed that Dave a, Chappelle said... A disciple said, of Weinstein. Dave Chappelle said that it was never the fame that got to him. It was the fact that what came with that fame was wealth that people wanted to latch onto and people wanted to, quote, get in my mind and get in my pockets. And that was what drove him, quote unquote, crazy. But it would drive anyone crazy. And he's right that they were deliberately trying to push him into a mental breakdown make him go to rehab and get him on psychiatric medications that he doesn't actually need to make him more suggestible and malleable to be controlled. This is, this is a known thing. In fact, in Kanye's rant that he was doing in Vegas over the weekend, he mentioned Aaron Carter. Yep. And I know that he was just throwing that out there and he didn't really get into the context for why, but it's because people like, uh, Harley Pasternak, the personal trainer, there are more than just Harley Pasternak doing similar things there in Hollywood. Many, there are many Harley Pasternaks doing What they are are handlers, okay? That they, they I guess a, a colloquialism for them is MK Ultra mind control. I don't know if you would, you know, specifically uh, call that 
a CIA operation, but they're certainly using the same tactics. The CIA has been involved in Hollywood propaganda for years, so mm -hmm. that's not hard to believe either. We all understand that, right? And that's not, it, it, it's really funny because when you talk about these things, it is easy to, to just dismiss it because the idea of like government propaganda and messaging done to control a populace, it sounds like the work of fiction written in a book. But as we know, Hollywood is a multi-billion dollar industry that makes movies that do, there's ample evidence that they, sh they say that the cutback in smoking in America has directly uh, direct correlations to the fact that Hollywood was told to stop promoting smoking in their movies and television, which led to it becoming less popular and less commonplace here in the States. So if it's one of those things, it's not just going to be done for something like that. That's good for you. It's called tell a vision for a reason. And it's a very strong form of mind control. And you have to be able to control the people that are you're using as the tools of that mind control. Mm -hmm. and that shows that they they actually do see the kind of power they hold yes. in what they present to you on television and in movies and in a lot of ways like the more money that these actors these paid actors amass and the more power they amass you have to find other ways to control them because you can't simply control them through finances because first you hook them with money but then you keep them with blackmail and various forms of control mm-hmm Right? Yeah. I, I did want to play a little bit of that Dave Chappelle clip um, to give context for what I was talking about. And you can just tell that Oprah uh, wants to make him question his own narrative and uh, is trying to convince him and the audience that he actually did uh, have some kind of mental break and he wasn't just responding reasonably to the circumstances and the nefarious actors who are around him. Okay. Here we go. I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a degree. Like, when I, I connect dots that maybe shouldn't be connected, I don't know. But certain dots, like when I see that they put every black man in the movies in a dress at some point in their career, I'll be connecting that dot. Like, why all these brothers got to wear a dress? That's happened to me. I'm doing a movie with Martin. Yeah. The movie's going good. So I walk in a trailer. I'm like, man, this must be the wrong trailer because there's a dress in here. They come in, it's the writer comes in. I think he's the writer. He's like, Dave, listen, we got this hilarious scene where Martin's sneaking out of jail. So he disguises you as a prostitute. <laughs> and he put this dress on and it, huh? What? The prostitute? No, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't feel comfortable with it. The, that should have been in a discussion. What? You don't feel comfortable with it. I mean, it's a hilarious bit. All the greats have done it. So, well, if all the greats have done it, it's kind of hacky, right? You're right. So why don't we just not do it? Because I don't feel comfortable wearing a dress. Oh, come on, Dave. Listen, we, we got it all set up. We're supposed to shoot. Every, every minute you waste costs this much money. You know, the pressure comes in. Huh. He said, I'm, nah, I'm not wearing no dress, man. I'm funnier than a dress. Just give me something funny to say. I don't even wear no dress to be funny. What am I, Milton Burrow? You know, we're going like this. And then finally, he's like, ah. And he, he leaves. And then, like, the director comes, Dave. It really would be great if you wear the dress. What is wrong? What is this, uh, Brokeback Mountain in here? So, <laughs> so then, <laughs> like, wear the, wear the dress. I don't want to wear the dress. I want to wear this dress. You know what I mean? This is, uh, oh, gosh, this guy's so difficult. They leave. Now the producers comes. Come on, David, would be so 
Great. I mean, and then I started thinking about it. all the comics that I've seen. Man, you know, strong brothers. Why, why are they putting us in these dresses? But the minute it was clear, I was adamant. I'm not wearing a dress. I'm not wearing the dress. All right. Fine. Think of something else. That comes back 10 minutes later. The whole new scene. Hot damn, how did you write the scene so fast? <laughs> you know, it's like, so you got to take a stink. Yep. Yeah. So I think that clip says all you need to know about that subject. <laughs> uh, I think he, he was telling the truth. And if you watch the full interview, you're going to see that Oprah was clearly gaslighting him. Yeah, it's uh, and he's also somebody who he had the enough power at that time to at least be able to say no, right? He can say no and, and make a stamp. Also, like a lot of this stuff was happening when contract renegotiations were coming up for the Chappelle show, remember? And that was a lot of money. And it was he was considered crazy eventually at a certain point for walking away from such large contracts. So mm -hmm. seeing all this stuff, look, Hollywood is full of scumbags, as we know, start to finish. So, um. Thank you. But this actor, again, I'm, I'm not trying to tell the, like, call this actor out for anything other than the fact that I don't know what you want me to do if you're not listing the person, if you're not actually telling us who it was, we have to hold everyone to the same standard. And right now, these days, it feels like, at least in this world, most people, if, if a woman comes forward nowadays, maybe not the normies, but the people that are in this space right now are going to say, like, why wasn't this talked about when it happened why didn't you bring it up you know why aren't you naming names and we talked about yesterday megan fox says all of these bad things happened to me and, and but i'm not naming any names. i was in relationships all the all of these famous men and who, i'm not going to name any i'm names. not going to name who they are but i'm just going to write all of these poems suggesting yeah. that they abused me physically and psychologically and you're just going to have to guess yeah. who they were and i'm like what do you want me to do with that like wow megan fox it must have been so difficult for you to be a world-renowned sex symbol who is incredibly attractive and famous and to be in relationships with other famous men it was it was beneficial for your career that sounds really difficult i'm so sorry for you yep. <laughs> let's right. move on Shane H. Wilder said, Mary's segue from the Island Boys to Epstein was perfection, chef's kiss. Well, that's because of the theory that uh, the Island Boys were on Little St. James Island. That is something that has been floated. That idea has been floated. Look into that. <laughs> Shane H. Wilder said, Southwest is for fatties. Delta is for migrants. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Well, is that um, Ashley St. Clair's yeah. airline? She was she was talking about how all of these migrants were going to New York City with her after Amfest. Uh, Serenco Productions said, Brett, I think you missed some stuff on Olivia Clare's cute of the day. I'm not scrolling down, ladies and gentlemen. It will not be showed. There will be no derpy cat. Let's do one more. Not happening. Bucky Ducky said, lucky for you, Mary, I'm a quack dealer. There you go. Yeah, I got to get my quack fix. Um, should I keep going uh, or no, let's, let's hold off on the rest and, All right. and, and we'll come back after the fact. Let's do that. All right, guys. Uh, let's talk about what the hell is going on over at Twitch. Cause it's yeah. getting crazier over there. Twitch is still, ugh, Twitch is still reeling from this massive overhaul they did to their TOS as it regards to sexual content. They first basically made it a free for all for sexual content, made nudity in art and all contexts allowed on the platform. 
they realized that was a huge mistake. I think that their advertisers were unhappy with the decision. So a day later, they had to backpedal and reverse that specific change. Um, but a lot of things are remaining the same. So yes, you are now allowed to do strip teases on the platform. You're allowed to twerk and do sexual dances. Uh, make disrobing gestures uh, or, or just, you know, straight up be a stripper or pole dancer on a 13 plus platform. So that is allowed. The only change they reversed is now nudity, whether it is real or illustrated in artwork, is not allowed in any context, even with a label. So it looks like a bunch of art streamers who are taking advantage of the rule change have been banned in massive amounts. Yeah. And they're really angry about it because it's confusing to constantly switch back and forth what's allowed on the platform. And the art category hit record viewership numbers because of the original policy change. Yeah, they, uh, they said that the art uh, section on the platform increased in viewers by over 3,000, and it became filled with sexual anime and furry content. Again, who could have seen this coming? Their CEO says, I, I couldn't have ever predicted that when I allowed porn on my streaming platform that there would be porn on the homepage. Who could have predicted that? Not me. Um, so he plays ignorant, and all of these people are getting their Twitch channels banned or removed, including the girl who was at the center of all this controversy named Morgpie. She had her channel banned. She won't say if it's temporary or permanent, but she did an interview with Dexerto trying to explain what has happened and what she's going to do next because she was one of these girls taking advantage of the topless meta yeah. trend where she actually says she was wearing a top the entire time but cut off the camera at a point that made it look like she was wearing no clothes. She said, nobody is breaking TOS. It's just implied nudity that really freaks people out. Um, and she revealed the reasons given for her ban by Twitch are uh, saying that she was giving lap dances, which didn't happen. Uh, another reason cited was that she was recounting a sexual experience in graphic detail for a prolonged period of time uh which also she claims didn't happen and uh another one of the reasons given was that she was making explicit gestures towards breasts buttocks or genitals on stream and she said i can kind of see their thinking behind the last reason um, but otherwise she claims innocence. She says, I think there are constantly people on the platform that abuse very vague terms of service that Twitch has. It's why Amaranth is as wealthy as she is. I probably won't be doing topless stuff until I see what the platform does ultimately. It looks like the topless meta is still happening on Twitch, but she doesn't want to do it anymore because she's worried about getting permabanned yeah. at this point, as she should be. Yeah. Um, this whole thing should have never happened. And Eric July was right about what he said on Friday. This is a sign of incompetence from top to bottom on Twitch's part. And degenerate people on the internet are going to take any opportunity they get to broadcast their degeneracy and filth and obscenity 
on to whoever will watch, whoever will pay. And unfortunately, that includes a lot of minors who are allowed on this platform not only to view these streams, but also stream themselves. That's just, I, it's so blatantly obvious that that shouldn't be allowed. And I can't believe it's even a debate. Um, and they still, as a platform, have yet to address this groomer ring of thousands of people and thousands, hundreds of thousands of alleged victims that Bloomberg reported. They don't really care about the safety of their minor users. Yeah. Do you think that will ever come to pass, that they'll ever figure that out? They've figured it out. They just don't care. Yeah. That's the thing. It's profits before ethics. That's the case for any corporation. Yeah. But you would think that when it comes to children, that would be an exception. Like that would be one thing we all consider sacred is children's innocence. And yet that is really what's being primarily targeted here. I was thinking about it the other day, said, uh, cause you know, growing up, it was one of those things that people would talk about, like, look, boys are exposed to the, were exposed to this type of stuff, whether they saw a father's magazine or something back in the day. I think the most harmful aspect of all of these things now is the interactive aspect with the other person, right? It's more, just as much as all of the actual visual, the visuals that you're getting, it's the fact that you can then interact with this person in what is essentially quasi-sexual experience, right? And yeah. that's hardwiring your brain very differently than if you were just looking at a static image on a magazine. Did you see the list of uh, popular search terms yep. that Pornhub published? I saw the I saw the com or I'm sorry I saw the video game list. Yeah. Well, I saw the popular term searches by generation, and for Gen Z, it's a lot of these terminally online search terms. And the top one that I saw for Gen Z was the word interactive. So clearly Gen Z is gravitating toward pornographic material that forms a parasocial relationship with yeah, them. And that's the, very disturbing. It's the man, it's it's the reason why OnlyFans work when, works when they could go and get it for free elsewhere is the mm -hmm. interactive nature of it. That also it's, it's why so many of them keep their platforms outside of just something like OnlyFans. It's it's not just the idea that you're interacting with somebody who's famous on OnlyFans, but the idea of being an influencer or being somebody famous online is very, uh, it's something that a lot of young kids want, right? So the idea that you're then interacting with someone of a level of fame that you're not in is extremely appealing to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're reading out your username yeah. when you give them a certain amount of donations. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sinister. Uh, and Amaranth has been accused of grooming minor viewers of her streams before, and no one seems to care enough to call it out or penalize her on the platform for it because presumably she's a woman. I mean, and I she doesn't look like the stereotypical creep that you would imagine on the internet. Well, I say the, I say the same thing about all of these teachers who have relationships with Kid, these female teachers who end up having relationships with kids and when the male teacher does it uh it's abuse when a female teacher does it it's misconduct mm -hmm. right it's there's different rules for different people and that's just the sad fact of the world it's what we talked about earlier why ezra miller was treated differently than jonathan majors that different people are going to be treated differently welcome to the world it sucks youtube isn't without its own problems mm -hmm. in this area I would say YouTube is more strict about sexual content for sure. Yeah. 
but that's not to say people don't fly under the radar the radar yeah. and make content that is very clearly targeting a an audience of children that has sexual themes and violent themes and and themes that should be for adults um I mean, really, it's not great for anyone, but Elsagate happened. Yeah. What did YouTube do to remedy the platform after Elsagate? They just made a platform that's separate called YouTube Kids that has equal brain sludge content. Yeah. You just can't comment on things or use... I, I don't understand. Does anybody know? Maybe somebody in the comments can let me know. Why is it that when... Uh, like, certain people will make videos YouTube Kids so that there's no comments on there? Right, you can't put things on YouTube Kids into mini player. Like, it yeah. can't be. A, why is that? I've noticed that too. Um, I'm honestly not sure. I guess it's because when a parent puts their kid uh, in front of the TV to watch a YouTube video, um, or gives their their kid an iPad to watch a YouTube video, they don't want their kid to go into the search bar and start searching for different things at okay. the same time. I guess. So it would incentivize the kid to keep their eyes on just the content that was approved for them to watch. You you put all of this stuff from Twitch together and you add the fact that we just had a story yesterday about AI girlfriends and young men right now are facing a lot of crises that are going to be very, very hard to get through when you're just trying to grow up and become a functioning adult all while every aspect of what it means to be a man is attacked as you grow uh, forming these parasocial relationships not building bonds with other actual human beings all of these things that are detrimental to actually growing up to being a, a whole person and you wonder why we are more depressed as a culture than we've ever been why antidepressant use is so high I wanted to read more of these quotes from Morgpie in her interview because okay. there are parts of it that I totally agree with. Um, she argues there's nothing about Twitch that screams child friendly. She notes that broadcasters often play games with sexual themes or sex scenes in them and discuss sexual content on a regular basis on their streams. And none of this has to be age restricted. So it wasn't a child-friendly platform before these rule changes, and it certainly isn't going to be after. Mm -hmm. And she also said if they don't want sexual content on their platform, they need to outright ban that, although it would be very difficult for them to do so. By that, she means they don't want to sacrifice the revenue and the viewership yeah. to protect children on the platform. They just don't. They've made their value judgment and they want profits over safety for children. Um, she said, I think whether I'm doing it, some other girls are doing it, some guys are doing it, Twitch doesn't want sexual content. I think a part of the TOS does list that certain sexually explicit content isn't allowed, but people stream sex in video games all the time, and people do have sexual discussions on the platform constantly, whether it's men or women. So what's the fix here? My, we, you know my stance. I think the parents need to be pay, paying closer attention to everything that their kids are doing. They need to pay close attention to what their kids are accessing on their computers and tablets. Uh, and you shouldn't be giving your kid a phone at 13. Yeah, I mean, I've said this, that a lot of the parents of Gen Z couldn't have predicted the way that the internet would be interacted with mm. in the 2010s or the 2020s they just couldn't have predicted that because they didn't grow up with it yeah. but now that we're getting to a point where 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Millennials who are considered internet natives and Gen Z are becoming parents. They do know better. They ought to know better. And they ought to implement restrictions as such. And... I don't think there is any excuse anymore to give your children unfettered access to the internet. We've had enough time to study the effects, whether it's just anecdotal observations or studies that are coming out about the psychological effects that iPad use is having on babies and toddlers. We have enough information at our disposal at this point that you cannot excuse giving your children unsupervised and unlimited internet access. It's going to fry their brains. And even worse, it's going to push sexual content into their faces at a time when they're extremely suggestible. And it's going to rewire their brains for life. Nobody's that that coming, is irreversible damage. Nobody is coming to save you. Not a single soul. The public school system isn't coming to save you. Certainly no Fortune 500 multinational corporation is coming to save you. Nobody. Nobody is going to raise your kids properly. You have to do it yourself. And uh, as somebody who doesn't have any kids... I don't envy the decisions that have to be made and how much you're going to have to watch them like a hawk. Look, somebody pointed out last time, look, these kids are still going to go to school and their friends are still going to have phones and their friends are still going to have tablets and they're still going to be around this content. Yes, that is true. But that doesn't mean you can't head it off at the pass at the place where they spend most of their time, which is at home. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, I don't have... Uh, I don't envy the decisions that parents have to make these days, but we live in a world now that is so suggestible that kids are going to be so suggestible that uh, I, it's scary. I would say a lot of people talk about get your kids off TikTok. TikTok is destroying their brains. Uh, it's a Chinese psyop, all of this stuff. And I totally agree with that, all of that. Um, it's not a good idea for children to be on TikTok. It's probably not a good idea for adults to be on TikTok, but there are other platforms that have the same problems or worse, and Twitch is one of them. And the problem is, uh, I think parents, it's not just parents though. All of society is becoming more narcissistic, self-indulgent, and self-involved. So that includes parents just by default. So I'm not blaming parents as a group. I'm blaming everyone. I mean, society is making everyone more narcissistic and self-involved and that includes parents so parents are in fact on average i would guess paying far less attention to their children and what media they're consuming and that's a huge problem it's hard for mrs johnson to keep her kids from looking at all the degenerate shit on on twitch if she's over here filming her like beauty tiktoks uh and not paying attention to what the hell her kid is doing Or she's just, you know, like, I don't know, uh, a nurse who has 13 hour shifts and has her kids in childcare or what have you. I mean, people have all sorts of reasons and some of those reasons are more valid than others. But I promise you, if you never give your kids 
unlimited screen time in the first place, then it's not going to torture them to not have a screen in front of their faces. They're going to know no different. I mean, kids would rather play with actual toys, play with other children, have real social interaction. Um, they would be none the wiser that they don't get to watch Coco Melon for 14 hours a day. And if he comes home with an AI girlfriend, you got to say, look, just, just no. He's going to have to bring home Kick a real, you're going to have to bring a real girl home. Otherwise we're not paying for the wedding. I guess mm -hmm. she's got to pay her, her, the fake AI girlfriend's dad is supposed to, the AI dad is supposed to pay for the wedding. I suppose if that just AI happen. girlfriend and her AI disapproving father. Her very, yeah. Like just think about that. Think about all of the, um, all of the. The, the coming of age things that boys are missing out on to not be able to go to a real home to have a real disapproving father looking at you in a way like he wants to harm you because you're taking his daughter to the dance. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Every uh, boys need that in their lives. Otherwise they're not going to be able to grow into men. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Let's, uh, let's finish up the super chats here. Uh, the red nosed rain derp said, Tell Disney they'll own nothing and be happy. They will own something, though. I'm going to end the poll, given okay. what he just said. And let's see who won. Uh, people still believe that Disney is far worse to their employees with 58% of the vote. 41% say Blizzard. I don't know if there were uh, cubicle crawls at Disney, but you never know. Organized Business Services said, I love it. Fat lady disabled. Stop eating shit. Uh, the Southwest Airlines chick, I assume. What, what about her? I don't know exactly what it meant. Mm. Not that John Stewart said Kang recast idea, Terrence Howard. <laughs> uh, it would be really funny if they had tri uh, Terrence Howard make his triumphant return to Marvel as Kang after being the original Rhodey in Iron Man 1 and then being replaced by Don Cheadle in the second one. Shane H. Wilder said, despite all his rage, he is still just a Brett in a cage. Sorry, Brett. I couldn't resist. It set itself up. So funny. I forgot to laugh. <laughs> Damn. DCNC said, uh, uh, Mary's customer of size impression. <laughs> what was it? I don't even remember. I guess it was like stuffing all the pillows into your shirt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Carnell said, Mary, another great interview with Dave Chappelle I would suggest you check out is when he was on Inside the Actor's Studio with James Lipton. Okay, I'll check that out. DCNC said, look at Bretter's bettering the audience with impromptu inspiration for home renovation. Time to write a self-help book, pal. I'll do that. Be incomprehensible, but I'll do that. You okay I'm over good. there, buddy? I am. The red-nosed rain derp said accountability inversely proportional to... Oh, okay, I'm not going to say that. Why not? It's a little a little bit raunchy. Shane H. Wilder said Mary rolling 20s. Many a 20s today, Mary. Many Thanks. All right, guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video and subscribe to this channel if you have not subscribed here already? Uh, we Again, we've passed 87,000 subscribers. We're working our way towards 90 and then onwards to 100. So thank you so much for that. We got one more from uh, Shane H. Wilder. He says, I apologize, Brett. I send a mea culpa. I was I was just being a, a dick there. I apologize, said man. Brett's broken. Yeah. I'm, I, I, short circuiting today. <laughs> yeah. Look, okay. I'm sorry, but I can only cover, we can only talk about so much degeneracy before I just want to take a nap and not talk about any of it. It's, I'm yeah. sorry. It's just like, we do this every day and 
some days it's easier than others, but a lot of times, like I don't look at all of this shit that's poisoning the minds of kids, uh, that's destroying the lives of these young actors and think about, yay, I can't wait to talk about this today. That's, that's a problem, but it is relevant because these stories impact the world and that sucks sometimes. And I'm not as good at faking my emotions as these actors are. So, you know, Brett's just it is being what it real. Is. It is what it is. All right, Mary, where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on X. That is also Mary Archived. All right, guys, if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter. I almost said it, uh, Twitch. Because it's Twix and Twitter. We're never going to be on Twix. Yes, I will will never be on Twix. Sorry to disappoint. If you'd like to follow me, I'm on Instagram and on Twix, at Brett Dasovic on both of those platforms. PCC is here five days a week, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, noon Pacific. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. I do want to give another update, guys, that yes, we will be off from Christmas through the new year, but we will be releasing some special pop culture conspiracy videos that will come out through that week of Christmas, which uh, I think those will be a lot of fun. You know, guys will really enjoy them, so be sure to check those out when they come out. Uh, and if you want to follow the show on social media, we're on Twix, at popculture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at popculturecrisis, Instagram, at popculturecrisis pod guys we will be back with another episode tomorrow we'll see you then bye it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.